0: Welcome to a Red Carpet Cafe exclusive episode, Retro Rewind, with your host, Eric Root and Brie Prout. You are listening to the Red Carpet Cafe, and I am one of your hosts, Eric Root.
1: And I am your other host, Brie Prout.
0: Brie, are you ready? Are you ready for the weekend? I know the week has just begun, for those that are listening, but are you ready for your weekend?
1: Always. You're not going to make me come in on Saturday and Sunday, are you?
0: Yeah, we're going to need you to come in on Saturday. That would be great. We're doing cover sheets on our TPS reports now. Did you get the memo? I did. got the memo okay great yeah we're doing that now with all of them so we're gonna go ahead and send you another copy of the memo okay thank you
1: I forgot how much I loved this movie in high school and how quotable (laughs) it is and how quotable it still is I've just only forgotten that's what the quotes are from
0: (laughs) You know, and for the listener, we are talking about Office Space, one of the classic iconic comedies. It was released on February 19th of 1999. From the creative mind of Beavis and Butthead, good old Mike Judge, uh, comes this movie based on a character, Milton, which I think it was a short film he did, involving... The character Milton used in the film, who is all about his red stapler.
1: Gotta have my red stapler. I do believe that is my stapler. I, I could burn this place down.
0: Milton played by the impeccable Stephen Root. And as far as yes. I know, not a relative of mine. I've tried to check the lineage. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe we are. If you go all the way down the line and go back to the days of Adam and Eve. But nonetheless, I don't (laughs) think he's a direct relative of mine.
1: Uh, But he has
0: had some really good roles over the years. But uh, for those that have yet to partake in the extremely amusing office space, and if you ever have worked in or ever desire to work in a Monday through Friday cubicle job, you have to see this movie because there's going to be something in this film that you're gonna gonna resonate with you and it's gonna make you laugh. Maybe you won't get it because you're not working in that environment yet, but odds are half of our two and a half listeners out of the 300 that are one day going to work in the office space, you you wanna see this film. Um, The short synopsis on it is, Corporate drone Peter Gibbons, played by Ron Livingston, hates his soul-killing job at a software company, Initech. While undergoing hypnotherapy, Peter is left in a blissful state when his therapist dies in the middle of their session. (laughs) He then refuses to work overtime, plays games at his desk, and unintentionally charms two consultants into putting him on the management fast track. When Peter's friends learn that they're about to be quote-unquote downsized, they hatch a revenge plot against the company inspired by the film Superman 3, basically creating software in order to try and siphon fractions of pennies off of their transactions and make a lot of money, hopefully, under the radar. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) i've seen this film a bunch of times but i Mm -hmm. thought it was definitely appropriate for a i guess you could call it a retro rewind at this point anything that's not really current we've had a few um that we've talked about you know like your casablanca's your trons and such the first official one was of course the way we were which we we had posted a couple of weeks ago but um your, your thoughts, immediate thoughts on this film.
1: When you said you wanted to do this for a retro rewind, I was like, I couldn't wait to see it again. It has been so long since I've seen this movie. And it's hilarious. This is, I mean, it's pre... I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but it's pre-Will Ferrell. And I struggle with that type okay. of comedy. Right. Poo-poo humor. Like... I'm a dark comedy dry humor person and sarcasm like that's my love language um so yeah I
0: really think you'd be a big fan of Trailer Park Boys and Letter Kenny
1: <laughs> stop just stop
0: <laughs> I love the those... horse
1: is dead <laughs> stop beating it
0: I'm sorry but Trailer Park Boys has just this sense of humor that you can't help but laugh at the absurdity it's brilliantly <laughs> something but I've, letter letter kenny too it. oh you're killing me brie you're killing
1: yeah i i can't do letter kenny i can't that, i fair. truly can't um i've 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 watched a handful of episodes of trailer park boys and i laughed but it is just no sorry you can pick like a episode of trailer park boys and we can talk about that and you can pick 30 seconds from letter kenny and letter
0: kenny is so brilliant (laughs) let's get back to office But, but they're canadians eh Okay. All right. All right. Uh, back to Office Space. I know. I, <laughs> I had to. I had to throw it in there just because I'm feeling like nobody wants to talk Letter Kenny and Trailer Park Boys with me, except for maybe <laughs> Tabitha, and and even Tabitha, she's so busy with Burn Boot Camp that I'm pretty sure it's a cult by now. And if Tabitha ever <laughs> listens to this episode, this is going to be the beginning of your intervention. You've been trying to suck Devin and I and Stina into that for so long now. And it's just every time she posts something about it, I have to post a meme of Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. But anyways, all right, back to office space. Back enough office enough space. plugs for everybody else for this evening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of said this already, but I just I truly forgot how many quotable things there are in this movie. And honestly, um for anyone who is um also single if you are okay with having the subtitles on the tv we would get along great just just so you know (laughs) look me up that being said this movie is phenomenal already and it is so much better when you have the subtitles on because then you're not just trying to figure out what Milton is saying under his breath. Oh, right. You can actually hear and read what it is. Good point. it is 10 times better. There's so <laughs> much that you miss when you don't have the subtitles on. Just saying. Also, I eat snacks when I watch a movie. And sometimes I just be snacking to them.
0: Okay, that's fair. You know, I got to say that With this particular movie, uh, I mean, it's nowhere near as much as some of the other films, but I've definitely seen it a few dozen times over the years. And every time I see it, I still laugh at the same parts, (laughs) even though (laughs) I know that the punchlines are coming, you know, I, and you know, for you, you probably laugh at the same or most of the same moments too. Mm -hmm. Is it enough that you want to go out and change your name to Michael Bolton? Because you celebrate his entire catalog?
1: <laughs> the funniest thing to the me... That poor guy. Is, well, yeah, just so call every me time... me Mike. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a character named Michael Bolton, and every time someone addresses him as Michael Bolton, realizing what his name really is, they're like, oh, any relation to the, the singer? And every time he goes, no, it's just a coincidence. L- let's be... Logical here, though, if he was related to Michael Bolton, (laughs) why is his name also Michael Bolton? Why isn't it Steve Bolton or Dave Bolton or any other Bolton? What if it was Michael
0: Bolton, the singer's son, Michael Bolton Jr. or Michael Bolton II? I'm just saying it's possibility.
1: So this, this makes me think of a time, kind of a little bit of a segue. But when I was younger... My mom had two places where we would get our prescriptions from. There was the Meyer pharmacy and then there was our hometown pharmacy. And she stopped going to Meyer for a while because it was just further away from home than the hometown pharmacy. And after a handful of years, we, we, we moved further North and she went to go pick up a prescription at Meyer and they had my name in there spelled differently. And at the old address, so when she went to get the prescription, they're like, oh, we don't have this Brie, but we have this Brie. Are they twins? What? That's what that makes me think of when they're like, oh, any relation to the singer? But that's, a, yes, that's a good logically... move.
0: If you have twins, name them both the same name. You never right.
1: go wrong. <laughs> oh my Who did it? Brie did. <laughs> <Right>. uh... <laughs> that's awesome. We were always called at home. We we're always, because um, it's just my sister and I, it was either thing one and thing two mm. or Fred, because <laughs> my mom was well known for being like, you ready, Freddy? So we all just became Freds. Okay. So
0: that's definitely different. Um, also
1: segue. Sorry. So let's stop talking about my childhood.
0: <laughs> no, uh, hey, it's no problem. Uh, no one's listening. I've turned the mic off. It's, uh, it's all about uh, it, it, revealing your inner secrets. Go ahead. No one's listening. You're good. We'll edit this out. Okay. Uh, Have you seen the comedy skit? I want to say it's from Funny or Die about this movie oh. where the actual singer Michael Bolton played the character Michael Bolton in a skit. Really? And th- what they did was they, they I think they green screened him or something, but they mm-hmm. put him in that spot and he delivered all the lines like when the specialists are there going whoa Michael Bolton are you related to the singer no <laughs> he literally like recreated it it was awesome especially That's the part awesome. where he's like it's not my fault that he sucks <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen it you can see it on I think it's YouTube is one of the places you can google it but it's it's pretty well I'll
1: probably done. take a little gander later oh, so yeah. uh there's that iconic scene um where they take the printer out and just annihilate it. Um, I'm, I've always be a been a <laughs> The song playing during that time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh, uh, I just that resonates with me so much, like thinking about all of my time spent in an office setting and how many times I've out loud been like, I am going to go office space on this printer because printers. Suck printers are a mess to deal with and anytime a printer gives me a hard time I immediately think about taking it to a field and just beating the heck out of it
0: (laughs) if you think about how far we've come though when it comes to film and world events since 1999 I mean you know here we're now sitting in 2021 and there's the opening kind of first 15-20 minutes where You've got Nadir and Michael and and Peter that all go over to Tchotchkes to have coffee and talk about mm-hmm. how frustrated they are and traffic and you know their
1: bad case of the
0: Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> Peter makes a comment that there. I just don't know that that it would fly if it was written now and revealed now, where he goes, if they're not careful, one day I'm going to go in and
1: yeah yeah and i'm like no you can't, yeah, do, that yeah, now, you bro. can't do that in public <laughs> not with all the
0: shooting issues that we've been having at random places including places of work right. um but at the time not so much a thing so i get it i mean obviously it's you know a while ago when all this took place mm-hmm. but i i guess i wouldn't be shocked if at some point that scene gets edited to prevent that from being a thing nowadays, I know lots of things are getting edited. But there's a lot of things going on in the world that seem to get more and more nerve-wracking. But getting past that, let's talk about how incredibly young jennifer aniston looks in that film now compared to watching (laughs) her in the uh, friends reunion that you saw for two seconds um
1: (laughs) uh, thank uh, you very much
0: (laughs) but obviously we're also talking about 22 years later
1: Mm -hmm. yeah this is what 99 Mm -hmm. so four years into friends was that 94 it started
0: um well let's see 17 years ago it ended According mm-hmm. to the friends reunion.
1: I'm gonna use my handy dandy imdb app.
0: You don't want to use your common core? You uh, you know take away the one and you add a slice of pizza. And well, did you say how you many years it
1: was on the air other than seventeen no. years ago it ended? See. No. So how am I supposed if I don't know what B is, how am I gonna find C? I need A and B in order to get C.
0: And if you're good at I was going to say, if you're good at math, you should be able to solve for B and C.
1: Well, uh my dad is the engineer. I am not. Okay, fair. And if he hears this, he's going to be like, you know, he's right, because if blah, 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 and then this and then this, it's really simple, Brittany, and I'm going to be like, you're right.
0: Now solve for X. So... You know, as as this movie progresses on from there, obviously he gets hypnotized. It gives him that mm-hmm. that <laughs> courage to go ahead and um, go in and talk to Joanna, who's working as a waitress. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. As a waitress in a cocktail bar, that much is true. Oh, wait, no. Hey, hold if on, I
1: a... couldn't sing during The <laughs> Way We Were episode, you can't yeah. sing during this episode.
0: I gave you ample opportunity to sing. <laughs> to flex the angelic pipes that are a cross between Fergie and Jesus. If you've ever watched Step Brothers, another Will Ferrell reference.
1: Mm.
0: Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he gets the courage to ask her out and um she ends up going says, on her yes. break and goes to meet him for coffee but she was smart to clarify you talking about Chili's or the other restaurant and it was the other restaurant I don't remember the name of the other room no I do remember she had mentioned Chili's though
1: I do remember that as well Chili's was uh I, I frequented Chili's a lot when I was in the Chicagoland area because I was like an hour and a half away from an applebee's can you believe it in chicago really? in the suburbs the closest applebee's was countryside which is like forever away
0: that's interesting fun fact okay
1: as we're recording this maybe another applebee's has sprouted somewhere but i doubt it because chicago only just reopened well, also another fun fact. <laughs> Applebee's,
0: you know, at one point, depending on where you live, it may be one of the few decent restaurants in your area. And you yeah, remo-
1: yeah, I mean, eat good in the neighborhood.
0: But you also, I mean, from your Disney college program days living in Orlando, you know that, yes, there's Applebee's everywhere, but they've, there's like thousands of restaurants to choose from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like depending on what part of the country you live in, we probably have one of your locals with certain exceptions, like In and Out Burger. White Castle's here now. Really? Yeah. The traffic. When you guys is get a
1: when you guys get a Whataburger, you let me know. I'll be down there in a jiff.
0: Where have you been?
1: There's a Whataburger.
0: We've had Whataburger. I don't uh-uh. know if it's still I don't know if it still exists, but I swear to you, Davis Grayson and I have been there several times. Um there also was Church's Chicken, and Church's Chicken. Most of those seem to have disappeared. No, but that's more of a Georgia thing. But yeah, What a Burger <laughs> was was down here at least for a good period of time. Over mm-hmm. kind of near God, I want to say it was off a of Colonial somewhere near Mall of Millennia or something like that.
1: Oh, I've only been
0: there like twice in my life. Yeah, that's all right. Nobody goes there anymore. No, I'm just <sighs> kidding. If you're listening, Mall of Millennia, we love you. We'll do a plug for you if you need to. <laughs>
1: All right, back to office space. <laughs> so, so. Hey, don't give you me like your jumping
0: to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> solutions.
1: I want one of those. <laughs> I need it like a magic You're, eight ball. You could
0: probably find it on Etsy. Um, look for it at a local Etsy dealer. You
1: know what? I asked for a cricket for my birthday, which is still many months away. I will make. Jumping to conclusions, Matt.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about me. like a Cricket wireless phone. I'm like, why oh, would you no. want? I mean, those a, aren't a smartphones. Cricket, I mean, not that there's anything Magic wrong with Maker. It. Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, before we get completely derailed on this discussion of, I mean, it it just spurs it. <laughs> it's into already derailed. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Peter and his cohorts, they devise this plan. They get the software loaded into the Initech computers. Once they realize that uh, Peter, who basically shows up, screws off, and they want to offer him a promotion, while the hardworking friends, Michael and Nadir, they're like, we're going to downsize them. We can outsource the rest of whatever they do. It's not a big deal. So they come up with the software. They load it up. And it starts to do its job. And they figure, oh, we'll check it, you know, over the weekend to see how it's doing. Because it should be such small fractions of percentages of pennies that nobody will notice it. And over a period of time, it'll be a nice sum. Yeah, they put a decimal in the wrong place. So that money was quite a bit coming out all at one time. (laughs)
1: $305,000.
0: And of course, that prompts the whole conversation about you know they put you in federal prison the kind that does nefarious things to one man's backside yeah
1: they're not <laughs> yeah they're not going to white collar prison
0: yeah uh so
1: right because that's that's how he got them to to be okay with it like even if we get caught you'll get conjugal vis- visits because that's the kind of prison we're going to <laughs>
0: right so, Peter decides that they're gonna take the three hundred some odd dollars a thousand some odd dollars out of the bank, put it in a check, <laughs> write a note, leave it in the office for Bill Lumberg, and um, he's gonna take the heat. but of really course, cool. but of course, you got Milton who's <laughs> extremely upset that his desk has been moved fifty times. And that his red stapler's gone missing, which is his life, Joy.
1: How about the fact that the consultants are like, we don't like confrontation, so we figured out the glitch. So Milton was supposed to be fired (laughs) months ago, (laughs) and they just keep tormenting him, and... And there was a glitch, so he was still getting paid. So he was still coming to work. Mm-hmm. So then they fix the glitch, meaning he's no longer going to get paid, even if he shows up. They move him to the basement. <laughs> and he keeps going back and forth between boss and payroll, boss and payroll. No, you really need to go to payroll. No, you really need to go you know, to your boss. No, 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 you got to go to payroll. And he just keeps bouncing back and forth.
0: And at some point, he mumbles that he's going to burn the place down again and
1: that's in the very beginning of the movie too he's like no i could bring this place
0: down something <laughs> that wouldn't fly nowadays because most of these things would be red flag for every hr department <laughs> <laughs> also uh, true. but uh so after peter throws the or pushes the envelope with the letter and the check under the door he has regret for doing so goes to check to see if he can retrieve it can't reach under the door and he decides, oh, well, I'll just go home and wait and face the music. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: then at some point when Milton comes back in, he uh, goes to the office to see uh, Bill Lumberg to talk to him again about his paycheck. And then he uh, just literally opens the door. wasn't even locked, just opens the door, (laughs) finds the envelope on the ground. And the next thing you know is everybody's rolling into the, uh, the the complex. In the morning. Yep, the building is on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Milton is, I don't know, on a beach in Mexico somewhere.
0: Yeah, living the being highlight. treated
1: the exact same way.
0: <laughs> but he's also on the beach wearing a t-shirt and pants. Right.
1: <laughs> but he orders a mai tai and they give him a pina colada and no one wants to fix it. My favorite Milton part, other than like the stapler. And under his breath saying, you know, I could burn the place down. <laughs> is uh, when they're cutting the cake and he gets a piece of cake in the in what's is it Jan or Jane? The one who is like Oh yeah. The,
0: they keep having to hand that piece just down. Just a
1: minute, just a minute, <laughs> just a minute. <laughs> She's like, Milton, don't be selfish, pass the cake. And he's like, uh, uh the ratio of people to cake is too big Uh, and he just keeps (laughs) passing the cake i never get a piece piece of cake comes out and the lady right before him stops and starts eating it he's the only one standing there with no cake (laughs) oh my gosh
0: it's fantastic absolutely love that film (laughs) And, and you know Mike Judge was also in it too he was the boss at tchotchkes that would talk to Jennifer Aniston about her pieces of flair like you know there's a minimum amount of flair to wear yeah I've got the minimum that's great if you only want to just do the bare minimum we really want you to express yourself unbelievable (laughs) and then it makes me myself (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: <laughs> i like that part too
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was definitely well delivered and um you had uh Diedrich bader who played lawrence the uh long-haired um beer drinking construction worker neighbor who like <laughs> who liked to talk to peter through the walls because the walls were so thin and okay. you gotta they love
1: devised their plan they're like it's just between the three of us and me <laughs>
0: It's like Peter goes, you can at least pretend like you can't hear me through the walls or just come over.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, it's uh, funny. So
0: good. <laughs> this is what Peter asks him in the beginning or near the beginning. Yeah. So if somebody told you you had case of the Mondays, you know, would that work for you? No, man. I'm pretty sure some get their ass beat for saying something like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, it's good. So many quotable things. Like that's the great thing about comedies is you get to laugh and laugh every time when a comedy is done right, done well. um, Yeah. You can watch it over and over again. And it's funny every single time.
0: It helps too that the character, or the the actors and actresses that were um, chosen for these roles, felt like they actually had chemistry that worked well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when you're when you're looking at Richard Reel's character of Tom, and he's sitting in front of the specialists, and they're like, "So, let me see if I got this straight. You're taking the specs from." the engineers to the customer. No, that's not what I told you. I told you that I'm a people (laughs) person. I deal with people. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you people? (laughs) And I immediately kept thinking, my Lord, I've worked with that character at least a few times in a few jobs. The current one aside, but oh my God, I can't help but relate. And it comes down to some of my past work lives such as not necessarily Disney as much because we don't spend as much time hopefully some of you out there working for Disney you're not supposed to be sitting your ass in the office you're supposed to be on stage helping guests <laughs> that's a psa but i'm talking about places like i had worked for a company in Oregon called Stream and Stream was a or i think they still are i think they're actually pretty well known they are a um uh call center for helping troubleshoot and they have different divisions so the division I worked in was actually for Hewlett-Packard in the printer department (laughs) troubleshooting their laser jet and inkjet printers for people who bought them and they were still under warranty and this movie gave me some flashbacks now I only spent a year with them but it was an eye-opening year for sure it was good stuff. Nobody burned the place down. Fortunately, because at the time I needed the job. <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely one of those movies that I can't see a need for a sequel. Like, this is perfect. Mm-mm. standalone. Mm-hmm. Please don't touch it. Don't try yep. to reboot it. Yep. To try and make it more current and leave it alone. We're good. Mm-hmm. So...
1: I concur.
0: Anything you want to add before we rate it? Okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Cause I know what you're gonna say. Can I say it?
0: <laughs> go ahead. You, go ahead.
1: Eric, on a scale of one to ten, how many TPS reports would you give this one?
0: Oh, you're so close. Dang it, so dang close. It. But I'll play Memos? I'll play I'll play along. Okay. I then would you got tell me what yours was. Sure. Uh, I I'm gonna give it nine TPS reports um i I still have a hard time giving anything a perfect 10 there is a perfect 10 for comedy that i'm going to share at some point once we cover it but i'm not going to tip my hat just yet um well done Mm -hmm. well written uh well cast yes now brie on a scale of one to ten pieces of flair (laughs) how many pieces of flair are you going to give uh this film
1: 37
0: <laughs> all right soon,
1: uh... um, i'm gonna i i agree with the nine um i don't think that it's it's perfect but more than anything uh, like you said well cast um, well written hilarious i laughed the whole time um but it also reminded me of you know watching it in high school with all my friends and us laughing about it too it kind of brought back some of that so um I think that this one will always uh have a high rating in my little heart so I'm gonna give it a nine as well
0: okay all right
1: nine pieces of flair which is unfortunately below the minimum requirement
0: (laughs) all right well you've been listening to the red carpet cafe and as always i am a, one of your hosts um michael bolton and the other host
1: um eric root <laughs>
0: eric root and Bree proud we thank you and don't forget that red carpet cafe is a member of the be kind rewind podcast network for more information you can reach us on the web by visiting bkrpn.com you can also reach out to me on the twitter mm-hmm. at e-r-r-o-o-t that would be at e-r root on twitter and if you really wanted to talk to Brie, you can reach her through the BKRPN Twitter. And that is going to be... You could reach Brie and myself on the official Be Kind Rewind Podcast Network Twitter, which is at PN. And don't forget, it's good to be a gangster.